Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to uh, Yolk Christian Podcast. My name is Jared Montana, and I'm with my co-host here. Uh, Codus Rawlings. How you doing, Codus? Good. How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited. This is going to oh, be a good too. one. I've been waiting yeah. for this. Yeah, dude. This is going to be good. Uh, but today we're going to talk about Matthew, uh, chapter one. The whole series is on the book of Matthew for right now. Um, but starting off, we're just, you know, keep it simple, Matthew, chapter one. Um, do you have any thoughts or questions or anything like that, Codus? Nope, I'm just excited to be here, man. This is, yeah. this is exciting. Yeah, dude, I'm enjoying it. Um, okay, well, we'll just uh, kind of jump right into it. So Matthew chapter 1 uh, talks about two separate things, uh, really. It's Matthew chapter 1, the genealogy of Jesus, that takes up verses 1 through 17. And then for the remaining few verses, it talks about uh, Joseph and how an angel appeared to him. And anyway, so we'll, uh, we'll jump right into it. So at the beginning of the chapter... Um, where it talks about the genealogy of Jesus. Um, he basically starts out by, by stating that Jesus is a descendant of, uh, there's a quite a few different uh, key figures. For example, he's a descendant of Abraham. And if you've read the Old Testament, you know um, how Abraham is the father of all nations. And, and then, of course, King David. And David was a man after God's, or, uh, God's own heart. And then, of course, there's a few others like Rahab uh, and Boaz and Ruth. Um, and so Rahab, of course, was a uh, prostitute, for lack of a better term. And uh, and if you are familiar with the story of Boaz and Ruth, you know, there's a lot of cool things that uh, a lot of uh, cool ancestors that Jesus had. Uh, but important thing to note is that he also had a, a, a family history of sinners. Right. Um, just something interesting. Uh, you would think that, you know, Jesus, Lord of Lord, King of Kings, he would be, uh, you know, he'd be like this perfect genealogy like a perfect uh ancestral line but no uh he came from humans just like you and i um that's but, a really cool point i love that he's how he said that that's <clears throat> I, I really like that that's you know you don't think about that like jesus you know an all perfect man <clears throat> he came from just sinners you know like, yeah yeah it, it, like it really shows that your past you know it doesn't define you like your family like what your family has done that, that, that that's not that's not what defines you you know you're your own person Absolutely. That's a great point to add. Um, and then also, so by being a descendant of Abraham and David, this fulfilled a prophecy that was mentioned in Isaiah. Um, and so and we'll, there's a bunch of different prophecies throughout Isaiah um, that Jesus fulfilled. And we'll get into that in, in a minute. But yeah. I also want to point out that there was 14 generations from Abraham to David. Um, and then so basically David was Jesus's great, great. No, sorry, sorry. Uh David was great-great-grandma was Rahab. Um, and then there's also 14 generations from David to the Babylonian exile. And then there's 14 generations <laughs> from the Babylonian exile to Jesus. So it was a total of 42 generations from Abraham to Jesus. Um, and, you know, I don't really know what the, the biblical significance of 14 is, but now I'm interested to see. Like, I wonder why there's 14 years between each of those uh, events. But also, I want to point out that uh, the book of Matthew, right, it was written by Matthew, yes. uh, which is it's kind of obvious. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. but Matthew himself is if you look throughout the entire book, you can see how analytical he was. Yeah, he was uh, a very by the book kind of man. He was he exactly. Was, he was genius. Yeah. Have you ever seen The Chosen? I have, dude. I have love you? that show. It dude. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And the way they portray Matthew is so good, too. Uh, my friend's mom was actually in The Chosen. She was, like, one of the bad characters. Yeah, so, like, the church, uh, they, like, donated so much money or something. They're like, okay, uh, we'll take one people from the church, and we'll just put them in the show. 
And so she got the opportunity to fly out to Texas and get filmed and everything. Like, that wow. is so cool. Yeah, dude. Dude, and it's, it's, it's an their, yeah, their mission, like with what they're doing. I just love everything yeah. about it. Like, and it's yeah. free. Like, not many exactly. people do that. No, no. And it's such, okay, so here's my, my only qualm with it. And it's not even a qualm. It's because I, I love it so much. <laughs> is, is like, it's so theologically sound that I, I've begun to mix my what i know to be true in the bible with some of what the show like uh shows that's probably yeah. bad words to use next to each other but um so like with matthew like the show portrays him as somebody that's uh on the spectrum right because he has yeah. his he has his and so is um, so is he not like i've heard some people say that he is on the spectrum i've heard some people say that he's not like what is the is he really like in real life was he on the spectrum or was he just so smart that it portrayed him that way. Uh, you're talking about like Matthew himself, like the actual yeah, like character. the actual yeah. guy. You know, I, I, I honestly don't know, and honestly, I don't really think it matters. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, either way, I, yeah. And he was like, so I'm a very analytical thinker too, and so when I read Matthew, like it's perfect for me because I'm like, yeah, get to the fact, exactly. you know, yeah. So I love the book of Matthew, but anyways, I'm getting off topic here. Um, <laughs> so, so that's that's basically the summarization of. Uh, Matthew chapter one, verse one through 17 is the, the gene, genealogy, right? Um, so pretty boring stuff. Let's just be honest. Um, but there's also some cool little nuggets in there. Um, so, yeah. but in verse 18, uh, it kind of, that's where it starts talking about how an angel appears to Joseph. Um, so at this point in verse 18, it says that the Holy spirit, uh, impregnated Virgin Mary. So we know that Mary was of course a virgin. Yep. Um, and then the Holy spirit put the, the, uh, baby Jesus in there as uh what would they say and what's that is <laughs> it Talladega Night? Yeah, yeah, Talladega yeah. <laughs> How you know Jesus uh, is a baby? Jesus is yeah. whatever I want him to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, but my dad is so fun fact about that that little story. My dad never liked that scene because he's like, well, it's not baby Jesus that saved us; it was adult Jesus who died on the cross. Yeah, uh, but I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that makes sense, but like, it's still funny. Um, yeah, it's still a fun little thing to say. Yeah. Um, but verse 19, then it says, uh, Joseph tried to break it off quietly. Right. So Joseph heard that, uh, Mary was impregnated. Of course, imagine yourself in these shoes. Like imagine yeah. your girlfriend or your, your fiance about to be wife, right. Just pops up pregnant. Like it'd be, you'd, you'd be a little suspicious. Like, yeah. Especially since you hadn't had sex with her. So like, yeah. it's like, uh, it's like, all right, so, uh, you're either lying to me or, you know, so of course he's probably thinking like, you're like absurd, like you're crazy right now. Yeah. And so. So I try to break it off too, but he loved her enough. Joseph did to where he said, okay, I'll break it off quietly. So he decides this. Okay. I imagine him based off of the context of this, just laying in bed one night, just thinking about it. Cause I don't know about you, but if that's going on with me, I'm not gonna be able to sleep. Oh, yeah. No, you're gonna be thinking yeah. that for a while. Like, exactly. I love this lady. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so he's laying in bed. Right. And then he's just thinking, he's like, you know, he's, just, he's coming up with a plan. He's like, okay, you know what? Fine. I'll, 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 call it off with her. I'll, I'll, you know, end it quietly. Yeah. So then he goes to sleep. Right. And then it says in verse 20, um, an angel appeared in a dream. Okay. So here's, here's my thought. Okay. And Codis, I want to know your thoughts on this. I'm going to kind of, uh, throw this at you randomly unprepared. Ready? So why do you think this order of events? So why do you think God allowed Joseph to lay in bed contemplating for who knows how long about what he wanted to do. And then he waited until after he fell asleep to have an angel come to him in a dream. Hmm. I don't know. 
I mean, I don't know that I have an answer. And, I don't but think I do either. I, it's just an interesting thing because, you know, if he's God, right, he can yeah. he can literally just do whatever he wants. He doesn't have to have an angel come in a dream. But Maybe because that was the best way Joseph would understand it, maybe. I mean. I like that. Yeah. Because maybe Joseph knew he was in a dream. Because, like, I don't know, if I was laying in bed and an angel just popped up, like, right in front of me, I'd be a little like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Like, it would scare me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. We can see that that's happened plenty of times in the Bible, and they all mm-hmm. you know, freaked out, but they're like, "Oh, it's an angel." So I mean, he could have acted the same way, but yeah, um, maybe and I, 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 the easiest. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, so, like you said, you pointed out that you know throughout the Bible, when people see an angel, they freak out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was, I, I, it was late at night, so maybe he didn't want to wake up because I don't know what was 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 he living with Mary at the time or. You know, I'm not sure. I know in, in uh, that context or in that time, what they did was the – and I, I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure. So, like, say in Joseph's situation, he would be adding a uh, – he would – him and his dad would personally build a room or a house. And then once they get married, they'd move into that room that they built. So it would be either be an extension of their house or it would be a separate house. I'm I'm not a theologian. I'm not a historian. I don't know. This is yeah. what I'm Right. So – um, so I don't were think they married then they were married, correct? Or no, they were just at this point, they were just dating or they were fiance, they were engaged. Okay, um, so, thought, yeah, yeah. So I don't think they'd be living together, they'd probably be frowned upon, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So, but anyways, so I guess I just want to point out it was in a dream, it was very interesting why why it was in a dream, how it was in a dream, yeah. all that fun stuff. Um, there's, but there's many ways God can reveal himself to you. We've seen that in the Bible. There's, I mean, there's a bush, one dude talked to a donkey, you know, there's thousands of ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting thing that you, you you pointed that out. So, and I could get this wrong, but I think the author's name was Henry Blackaby. I could be completely wrong. That could be somebody that's not even Christian. I, I have no clue. That, <laughs> that, that name just popped in my head, right? Um, but he, he said that there's four ways that we can communicate with God. One is the church, right? So the people yeah. that we go to church with, that sort of thing. Um, the second is prayer, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And the third, the third is the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, God speaks to us through the Bible. And the fourth, I'm trying to remember it now, the fourth is circumstance. So like you're saying with the donkey, that might be circumstance or obviously the donkey speaking, I forget the name that he spoke to, uh, yeah. but that's a crazy circumstance. Right. But uh, so a lot of people <clears throat> I found myself included, it's, it's very difficult to hear God's voice. And so, you know, learning how God speaks to us definitely, uh, yeah. definitely helps. To, he speaks to everyone differently. And, you know, it's, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think in, in Gen- or not Genesis, Exodus, it says that God comes in a whisper, too. So sometimes we just yeah. need to shut up and, and quit talking. <laughs> yeah, it says, I think it's in Psalms. I'm not, don't quote me on that, but it says, uh, pretty much to quote it, it says to shut up and let me do my thing, pretty much. It says, just be quiet and just let me do my thing. Wait, wait, wait. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I can't remember where it is. Yeah, uh, notes somewhere. But... I took a screenshot of it because I was going to send it to some of my friends and be like, "Hey, he said to shut up." Yeah, I, I did the exact same thing. I I've done the exact same thing. I sent it to them and I was like, "Hey, see, be quiet." Exactly. Yeah, I can't find it. I'm not going to waste time trying to find it. Um, you can while I uh, keep yeah, going. Um, quick. So, then in verse twenty again, so uh, Joseph wasn't scared of the angel in the dream. So that goes back to what you were saying, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So he wasn't scared. I think that's a, a important thing to note. Um, then verse 21, it says, uh, 
or Jesus or God rather said, name him Jesus, uh, because Jesus means the Lord saves. Um, and so verse 21 says, he will save his people from their sins. So that's why God wanted him to be named Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. So uh, really cool thing to note here is a lot of times, so um, works-based uh, faith pops into question between a lot of Christians. Um, and so it says that he will save his people. So we can't save ourselves. So no. like we didn't, yeah, we didn't do anything to deserve you know, this, this faith, uh, to be saved, right. We didn't do anything to deserve that. So there's nothing we can do to get out of it either. Once we're saved, we're saved. Even, um, even says, um, I'm trying to look at my notes. I can't remember what it is, but it says that we're not saved through our own works, but we're saved through faith that saves us. Exactly. Uh, so like, all, yeah. like we ourselves cannot save ourselves just because we're good yeah. people, just because, you know, we went to church. That doesn't mean, you know, we're saved. It's not by works. It's by faith. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I guess while we're on topic, I'll kind of throw out some uh, pointers. I think it's Ephesians. I want to say it's chapter two. It says we're saved by faith through grace or maybe it's yep, by yep, grace. Ephesians, through faith. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and then also I want to point out James chapter two, um, verse 14 is where it starts, I think. But it says that it basically says that faith without works is dead. So I want to clarify. So we can have faith. Right. Mm hmm. And have good works, but we cannot have faith without good works. So what the author of James, I forget who the author is, maybe it's James, I don't know, maybe it was a letter to James. But anyways, the author of James was stating, he says, you cannot have faith unless you have good works with it. Because good works is a byproduct of faith. Mm-hmm. But but you don't get faith because of your good work. That's not how it works. No, we get faith yeah. through grace, right? So, um, sorry, through faith by grace. Um, I always get those swapped, but anyways, so just the, some, some clarifications there. Um, but, and then, uh, also I think it's verse 21. It says that they will call him Emmanuel or Emmanuel, however you want to say it, but that just yeah, means I God. That, with, that is a good name. Right. Right. Yeah. It just means God with us. And so how fitting is that? That yeah. obviously. Yeah. So, so is Jesus's name Emmanuel? Do we just need to call him Emmanuel? I, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, it's a good question. You got a point there. Um, but uh, by by this, um, this is another pr- prophecy. This one's uh, Isaiah chapter seven verse fourteen. They will call him Emmanuel, is what Isaiah says. And it's so, so crazy how like if you look back in the Bible, so many prophecies have actually lined up. Like yeah. people can prove that these books were written before the New Testament. Like it is very well clear that these books are real. They were actually written, and that prophecies were actually fulfilled. And they're still some being fulfilled today like it says in revelations that sort of near the end times the moon will become red and nasa it was like a few months ago there they like made a news report that the moon is somehow rusting and becoming red mm. that's i don't know if you heard about that but that's pretty crazy to me like the moon is gonna be red it just says that you know they're like hey the moon's rusting you know so we've had plenty of blood moons right and so yeah. And now Matthew does talk a little bit about uh, future events along those lines, like Revelation. Um, but uh, interesting. I, I would never think that the, the moon would kind of like rest over. I don't know. And it I'd also to... says that like we will be like humans will become more advanced. And if you look at like from 1700 to 1900, you know, there wasn't that much technological advances. But if mm-hmm. you look now, like the past 10 years, technology has advanced so much. Like it's yeah. We're advancing Dude. fast. Yeah. 
Oh, dude, I can talk about Revelation and End Times all day long. We'll have to make a separate video for that. Yeah, no. That's actually what brought me to my salvation was Revelation, um, which I'll I'll talk about that in another video. But uh, yeah, that was the first. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Because same here. Oh, nice, uh, nice. That's interesting. Um, So, but yeah, so uh, we're talking about Isaiah and how you know it was written so long before the New Testament. mm -hmm. I just googled it right, and it says that uh, it was written sometime around 740 to 700 BC. So this was written nearly a thousand years, right? If I'm rounding before, yeah. <laughs> before the book of Matthew was written. So yeah. um, crazy, <laughs> crazy stuff. Um, so moving into it um, at the end of Matthew chapter one states uh, that I'm just going to kind of summarize it here that they were, or that rather, uh, Joseph and Mary had no sexual relations until after the birth of Jesus. Yeah. Which is so they got married, right? She was still pregnant, so she stayed pregnant during the, the you know the honeymoon phase of, of their marriage. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, so it was just interesting. So like, no man could, uh, I don't know, intervene near Jesus. I don't know how else to say what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I, 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 I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on from that. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but can you imagine like being Joseph, right? And can you imagine just raising Jesus? Yeah, like, like imagine that could have been perfect. Easy, but like, yeah, I don't know. I guess it would have been easy. Cause like the kid's perfect. But then again, like you got to raise the kid, right? I, yeah like the, the, the stress that would be exactly like i literally like, am raising the messiah right now yeah like i and can't speak and like he couldn't just tell everyone that you know no nah, no nah. because um like if you've seen the chosen i think they portrayed this well um he was just talking about like uh jesus was very adamant about being the right time so like john would be like i want to like his cousin john would be like dude like let's let's do this let's do this and jesus yeah like, it's, it's not it's not no, not yet john the baptist um, that was his are they family John the Baptist? I've never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, but I wasn't quite sure. Yeah, so they're cousins. I forget uh, John the Baptist's uh, mom's name, but if I remember right, it was Mary was Magdalene? sisters. Ma- Magdalene or? Uh, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, there's Mary Magdalene, but that's not John's mom. That's a uh, that's somebody that's somebody that comes along later in the Bible. Um, oh, okay. Spoilers. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, so. But yeah, there's a few different Marys, there's a few different Johns, there's actually a few different Judases. So it's, you know, common names, but um so then Yeah. Yeah. And uh so apparently, and this is just this isn't necessarily biblical that I found, but um apparently Jesus was a or uh, rather Yeshua was a popular name back then too. So there's a couple of different uh Jesuses and we'll talk about this later, but there's a theory that um Barabbas, right? Because remember, uh, this is another spoiler alert if you haven't read New Testament or heard anything about Jesus. But when he's being crucified, um, Pilate actually gave the the general public the option to crucify Barabbas and to crucify Jesus. Yeah, Um, I I think it shows that in the past, the case for Christ or something. Yeah, probably. Um, But and I haven't done any research on this. This There's something I, I read a little bit about and I didn't dive further into. But apparently Barabbas. Uh, through a few different translations actually goes back to the same name as Jesus, which is Yeshua. So apparently people had to choose between Yeshua and Yeshua. Um, so I don't, anyways, it's, it's, so some people think that they sentenced the wrong person. This is just people trying to uh, 
discredit Christianity, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. And so... Maybe I'm talking about something else, but I know at the crucifixion, the Roman guy, the guy who was, like, in charge of all that stuff, he put Jesus next to a criminal, and he he let the crowd vote who he should kill. It talks about that later in Matthew, I believe. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It was uh, Barabbas and and, uh, Jesus. Yeah. 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 But there's also a couple of different Barabbases, so like, <laughs> you know, yeah, more names. That's true. It's a common name back then, you know? Yeah, there's a bunch of them. But anyways, um, but yeah, that's, that's, I mean, okay, last question, I think, for Matthew chapter one. Can you imagine being Jesus' sibling now? Okay, yeah, I was going to talk, I was waiting for a good time to bring this up. Could you imagine, like, your brother is all perfect, and he knows, like, if you got in trouble, your brother would yeah. know, and like. Yeah, like, that's legit conviction right there. That is, For real. That is straight conviction. And like, you know, not going to say Mary had favorites, but you could kind of tell like, you know, because there had to be a little favoritism. Like, even Surely. it'd be hard not to. You're the Messiah. Yeah, like... And then <laughs> there's you, you know? <laughs> yeah. It and then on, on, like on top of that, like the conviction thing you're talking about. But then also like, can you imagine? Uh, so a lot of kids probably i mean myself included like we constantly compare ourselves to like our older brothers like growing up me and my brother played baseball right and so i constantly compared myself to him like oh well when he was this age you know he was better at this than i am and so like like can you imagine comparing yourself to jesus he's literally like god (laughs) so like he's he's probably good at everything everybody and what am i i'm just i'm just a carpenter like exactly yeah anyways yeah that's crazy and then i which, Go ahead. What was his brother like? What 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 did they become? They didn't want oh, to follow him or something. Yeah, yeah. One, if not two, I, I forget who it was. I think John, one of the Johns it was, was John. Yeah, I believe it was John. Um, yeah, it became one of his followers. But can you like the other ones, like or James? I can't remember. And it might be two. I'd have to go back and look at it. So we'll do that yeah. later. Um, but like then the ones that don't follow him, right? Like I don't know. I feel like if I was Jesus, I'd probably be like a little mad, like. Bro, I'm literally here to save you, and you're just like rejecting. Like, what's going on? You know. The least you could do is follow me, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like I know I'm asking you to sacrifice everything, like just get up and walk, like away from everything. But like, come on, man. Um, but anyways, so but yeah, that's the that's the last thing uh, regarding Matthew chapter one. We're running at around 25 minutes now. Um, yeah. So, but anyways, I, I think that was a a good. Uh, I don't know, a good synopsis of, of, yeah, of of Matthew chapter one. So, (laughs) yeah, um, yeah, guys, if you, uh, if you like this video, just share it, share it with some friends. Uh, We look forward to uh, getting another video out. We'll probably uh, start uh, getting some out a lot here soon. So uh, thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a great day. And uh, Codis, you want to end this with a prayer? Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, Thank you for letting us be here, God. Uh, we've been waiting to get this podcast up and going and it's finally up and going because of you, God, where you guide, you will provide Lord. Uh, everyone that watched this video, God, plant a seed inside of them and let that seed go out and plant other seeds. God, let us plant a forest in your name, God. Uh, let this podcast reach the right, right people, Lord. Um, and yeah, bless over us as we walk through our daily lives with you, God. Amen. Amen. I appreciate that. All right. Y'all go Godspeed. Sweet, man. You want me to call you after this? And Yeah, yeah, you can. All right, cool.